The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Going In Raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest-growing, highest-rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Fox, and you are watching Going In Raw. Like that? What's up? This is the most must see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live. This Ugh. is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Randall, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. And the notify bell next to it just to make sure you're getting all your daily going in raw notifications. Uh, if you don't subscribe and hit the bell, you might not know when episode two of the Friendo Road goes up tomorrow morning. Yeah. Assuming you don't remember that I just told you, you won't be reminded. Yeah, you won't wake up at, you know, whenever you wake up. Because probably can go up at like six or seven in the morning, Pacific time. Yeah, Pacific time. Wake up to an email or some sort of notification saying "Friendo wrote episode two now live." Episode two will be live tomorrow. Very it's exciting. Basically, eighty-five percent done at this point. Oh, it's so it's so exciting, and of course, that's leading to the big event, July seventh. Is that going to be a future trivia question on the WWE game? Big events. What main event occurred on July seventh at the Colonial Theater? In Sacramento, California. Yeah. The H Championship will be awarded to, to the, the winner. The victor. Joey Ryan versus, versus Adam Mayhem. Garbage face. Oh, no, man. What? I said garbage face. Rude. <laughs> so rude. Anyways, very exciting. We're going to be there. We're going to be selling some brand new merch also. What? You didn't mention that to me. You don't want to do that? No, we can't. We have it to sell. No, that's cool. I just didn't, we, we, we hadn't talked about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I figured that it was kind of a no-brainer. No, I guess right? it makes sense, yeah. We can talk about it. No, if there's a reason not to. I'm totally down to not to either. But um, I'd like to because I'd like to make some money off the shit that we spend a bunch of money on. Yeah, money's good. Okay, good. We're in agreement that that's good. Uh, so, yeah, that's very exciting. Hopefully, you guys can make it out. Um. Well, yeah, that's good for plugs. We're Matthew, on Patreon, y'all know Matthew that. Turk here says, if I can get off work, I'll be driving up from Long Beach. Whoa, awesome. that is far away. That's awesome, though. Wow, that's crazy. I, you know what? I'll buy you popcorn. That's what. Okay, so that's the thing. Come up to me. Yes. At the Colonial. Uh, to sweet me. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, if you want, you can give me a handshake. If you want. Yeah. And then say, Steve. I would like some popcorn. I won't yell at you. I won't deck you in the face. I will take you, not by the hand. We will walk to concessions. I will buy you popcorn. I wonder if we can do this. We can talk to a concession person in advance 
So they have popcorn set aside. Oh. And then they can give us tickets. Yeah. They've been prepaid. Oh, yeah. So if someone says, hey, Steve, can you give yeah. me the popcorn hookup? You give them the ticket. They take the ticket to concessions. They get popcorn. Oh, I like it. So there's not a constant stream of you having to go to concessions. Yeah. You just give out the ticket. They get the popcorn. Everybody's happy. That's good because it's only like $2 for popcorn. It seems, it seems like a more efficient system. Oh, I kind of like walking, but I would only do it for like 10 people. Right. Like the first 20, 10 or 20 people. I'll buy you popcorn. But anyways, because uh, I mean, that's, 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 a, that's a reason enough to be there anyways. Anyways, good stuff. Uh, we get to talk about Raw today. We no, were we talking. We were Smackdown. Ta- yeah, Smackdown. We were talking about. Uh, we didn't actually talk about this during the pre-show, but we the our our own personal pre-show. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about the Zachary Levy Shazam oh. movie. We were running down the DC movies. <laughs> there was like a picture of him, like a leaked picture. It was I think it was a while ago. It just popped back into my in my thoughts, uh, and it's just terrible. Like, what are they doing over there? I don't know, man. You know, I was always... Here's the funny thing. So I was hanging out with uh, Big Jim, Big Jeff over the... Yeah. I was hanging out like... How is that unembarrassing? I was hanging out with Big Jeff over the weekend in L.A. And uh, and he was saying... Uh, he was telling uh, his, his girlfriend that I uh, am a little bit... Maybe a little bit less forgiving of the Marvel movies because I'm, I've traditionally been a DC guy. Oh, you're guy. a DC guy. That's pretty... In terms of... But the funny thing is like... It, that's sort of all gone for me now. Like the the bias, nostalgia wise, I was always a DC kid. Yeah. Right. But the comics these days are so convoluted, I can, and expensive, on both sides of the aisle. I can't pick them up. Mm-hmm. I try to pick up like a new Superman. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here, but it's not great. And then you go over to Marvel, and I think they've literally replaced like Wolverine is simply Old Man Logan, mm. and then there's X twenty three, like his uh, his little daughter or whoever. Oh, all right, all right, yeah. The the girl, how, how, how sort of the new Wolverine? How much? I think how much is the comic universe informed by the movie universe now? So the movie universe and on the Marvel side of things is like sort of they sort of cherry pick the good stuff, and then like the Avengers is basically like the Ultimate Avengers from like years ago yeah yeah yeah. um guardians of the galaxy i have no idea um well, I, just, I just kind of meant based on the success of the movies have they tailored characters or storylines based on the success of the movies they sort of both feed into each All other right. so as the movies got more impressive then they would bring the like they would sort of tune the comic books back in yeah yeah, but yeah. the movies were successful because they sort of stole from like a certain line of comic yeah, books yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like that. Well, that's what i was curious because you mentioned the the wolverine um Example, and that seems like it's just X twenty three has been a pretty popular comic book character for a little while. Oh, okay. So yeah, um, like bef- since before the movie. Gotcha. But so like at this point, I'm like, man, DC's garbage because those movies are trash. Yeah, they're not good. They're not good at all. And then you good. see this Zachary, this Shazam nonsense. It's just it's got to be some sort of tongue in cheek thing. It's got to be. He would, th- I guess. He's got a muscle. Suit I didn't. On. I didn't see who the director was. It's a muscle suit. That should inform us a little bit. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Shazam. Anyways, I really like SmackDown. Yeah, it was fun. I thought I thought it was Especially, like a freaking A plus show. Nobody was there, and it was a fantastic show. Yeah, it was no a good Carmella, show. no AJ, no Shinsuke. He got bit by a dog. That's so weird. That's really weird. Did they? So did they? Did they officially announce that? No, they didn't. Say, they didn't. They didn't say that on the show. They didn't. That he got no, bit by a dog. No, they said that he was. He got injured at the previous nice house show. It was not cleared for. Is that a big lawsuit waiting to happen? So. Darren Lemke is one of the writers of Shazam, and he wrote one of the Shrek movies, and then some Lost. No, the Direct- movie Lost. Oh, what about the director? 
directed. Oh, here we go. He had his directorial debut two years ago. Lights out. And it was a. He is best known for his collective no-budget horror films. So oh. maybe that's what this is. Maybe it's a no-budget horror film. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Zachary Levy in a Shazam uh, muscle suit. Muscle suit, yeah. <laughs> Interesting take on the franchise. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to do something different, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was a really fun episode of SmackDown, as you said, considering that they were without a bunch of talent. Charlotte's recuperating from surgery. Asuka, um, you know, Paige said that she was uh, visiting family in Japan. Uh, Nakamura got bit by a dog. Um, AJ Styles and Carmella, from my understanding, were doing promotional work in Australia. What? Thayer the Bada in chat says the reason they did that Shazam suit is because Zachary Levy didn't have enough time to get Jack before filming began. It looks fine after the effects got put in. How would you know that? There hasn't been anything that's been like released. I don't think. Nothing aware of. I don't think he knows what number one, you should look. Look. You should always have time to be jacked. Right? That's what You're I'm a to film do. professional. You get signed to do a movie, you get in the gym tomorrow. And you get jacked. You work out two di- two times a day, six days a week. Christian Bale, in between filming The, was machinist, the machinist and Batman Begins, yeah. It was something. It was a ridiculously short amount of time. You can do it. Yeah. You can possible. do it. No excuses. I'd rather just ha- have him him wear like a, just a, a blue or a green bodysuit. <laughs> and then the CG and all the muscles rather than have him wear a muscle suit. Might as well. Gosh. <laughs> this looks so cheesy. And Rock isn't even Black Adam in the movie. He's not even. I thought that was like the one selling point. Wait, wait. Point. Isn't, isn't Shazam the guy who, when he's not Shazam, he is like a little scrawny dude? He's supposed to be a little boy, I think. Billy oh. Batson. Oh. I think he's supposed to be like a 15 year old or 7 year old, something. I don't know. Okay, because I was just thinking that maybe they cast Zachary Levi. Yeah, because so he's that small. he can be. Uh, yeah, when he's not Shazam. Yeah. Couldn't they just like CG his head on some ripped person's body? Yeah. <laughs> They did it with Chris Evans. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah oh, yeah. no, they did the opposite. Yeah, but still, <laughs> in theory, the, the inverse should work too. Right. And that didn't look yeah. terrible. No, it looked great. Made DC just want to pony up the money Why for is that. Why everybody in Marvel can find jacked actors? And DC's like, let's get the dude who can't get jacked. What they should have done is all the stuff with him as skinny dude. <laughs> yeah. Shoot that first. Yeah, right. Take a fourth to six month break. Yeah. Let him get jacked. Yeah. Shoot the rest of the movie. <laughs> no reshoots. <laughs> Well, then he has to drop all that muscle if there's any reshoots necessary right. for a skinny, skinny dude. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Perfect. That's sensible, financially efficient dude, filmmaking. It's so bad. It's so bad. DC's so bad, and it makes me so sad because, man, that was my jam back in the day. But yeah, I know. Now it's all crap. Anyways, Ms. TV kicked off SmackDown. Um, um, he brought out the Bludgeon Brothers. They don't really talk much. So he did all the talking to uh, recap what happened the previous week where uh, Bludgeon Brothers beat the club mm-hmm. on their way back up the ramp. They were interrupted by Daniel Bryan walking mm-hmm. down to the ramp. Yeah. Um, seemed like just you know uh, poor execution from the production staff in terms of timing uh, entrances and exits. Yeah. Not Daniel Bryan's fault. He was just doing what he does. Mm-hmm. Yet, apparently, Bludgeon Brothers took offense to it. Mm-hmm. And that's what motivated them to come back out and attack Daniel Bryan, thus allowing Miz to advance in the gauntlet match um, at a chance to become number one contender for the WWE title. Kind of a thin reason. Yeah, I thought there might be more to it. Like, why do... I feel like the Miz should have been behind something. I thought he would have been cool if he had been behind Cass going after Daniel Bryan or behind... 
even Bludgeon Brothers are going after Daniel Bryan, yeah. something like that. It's just a poster. I don't know if this is legit or not, dude. Oh, it's fan art. <laughs> you're you're obsessed with Shazam now. That's a cartoon. Anyways, yeah. Um, just to kind of kick off this, because we know we're, we're going to get Miz versus Daniel Bryan at some point. It's going to happen. No, I no, I think Assuming it's great. Assuming Daniel Bryan resigns, I think it's we'll great. Yeah, he'll he'll have to resign first because it seems like at SummerSlam we're going to get Team Hell No. Mm-hmm. Um, unless he, I think, unless he resigns before then, then they'll adjust course to something. If he resigns before SummerSlam, yeah. If yeah. he resigns like three weeks before SummerSlam, there's going to be a massive change in storyline for Daniel Bryan. You know, to give a marquee you know match what they should SummerSlam. do? They should kayfabe resign him, but part of his negotiations involved giving him a SmackDown exclusive money in the bank briefcase. He's like, I will sign if you give me the, the cash in briefcase. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, we'll give you all the money because you're mega popular. And uh, and that leads to, you know, he not only does he have a Team Hell No match at SummerSlam, but then he cashes in on like mm-hmm. AJ or whatever. Mm-hmm. That'd be, and then he wins a title. And, I don't know, it feels like AJ's going to have that belt for a long time. Yeah. No, he's definitely going to have it through the video game release. Do you think then they, they might be waiting on Daniel Bryan, Miz, and Mania? <clears throat> oh, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. So I was kind of hoping we'd see Daniel Bryan AJ at Mania for the title. Dude, I don't think they're that planned far out. No, I mean, for the Universal title, maybe. No, I think, WWE title. How, why would it be for the Universal title? No, no, no. Listen, I think they're planned out oh, in advance for the Universal gotcha. title. No, I understand. I don't think for a second they're planned out no, in advance for not. the WWE title. I doubt they're planned out in advance for the Universal title. I think they want to be. <laughs> I think they. I think they know exactly. The will. What they want it the to will be. is there to be planned. They know. Out they know one of the people that they want to have in yeah, the main event. Yeah, of Roman Reigns next year. Roman Reigns. Exactly. Um, Until I give. Anyways, Daniel Bryan comes out and he says he's itching for a fight. He says, "Which I want to fight. one of you is gonna fight me tonight?" And uh, Miz sort of is behind the Bludgeon Brothers. He starts taking off his his jacket. He's gonna do something. And Luke Harper kind of steps up and indicates that he's going to be yeah. the man. Which is great because Luke Harper is awesome. Luke Harper is the freaking man, dude. I uh, still haven't seen that, that thing they did on uh, the YouTubes. The What do they call it? They called it a... I don't know. It was like a little doc series they're doing on some of the superstars. Oh, is that the formerly known as? Yes. yes. That one, yeah. Brody Lee. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, New Day. We're <laughs> backstage and Mr. Bootiesworth looked like he was making a pancake milkshake. For Xavier Woods. That sounds really good. It does. You know, really I've, I've never had one, but I've seen milkshakes made with uh, breakfast cereal. You know, it's put in the blender. Oh, that could be good. Depending on the, up, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's like Captain Crunch. I mean, you can put oatmeal in, in smoothies if you want to. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's so, good. Yeah, it's good for you. I don't know if you want to put, like, grape nuts in there. Maybe. No, probably not. I like grape nuts. Although, I don't know. Grape nuts actually has a flavor that could go in that. Yeah, and I think if you ground it up fine enough, it'd be fine. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I put, like, flax seeds in uh, oh, yeah. smoothies before. Yeah. Or chia seeds. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it's possible. Anyways, um, next we got Xavier Woods versus Rusev Machka. Um, Rusev Day. Uh, no, this was fantastic. This was really good. Number one was mm-hmm. a really good match. Mm-hmm. And number two, it went a long way towards, you know, they always do this whenever somebody wins like a number one contendership match. They will have that person go on and fight some decent opponents. Short term, make them look powerful. Exactly. And I like that uh, in his promo afterwards, he ran down AJ. And he said, you know, you're scared, you're weak. That's why you punched Aiden last week. So we're moving away from the breakup possibility right now anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to just heal Rusev. And, like, Aiden didn't really try to get involved or anything. So that was good. And Rusev said he's going to tear down the house that, that Styles built. 
It was good, and the crowd was firmly split. Mm-hmm. There was probably pretty much equal Rusev Day and AJ Styles. Yeah, people chance. love Rusev. He didn't run down the crowd. He didn't buy like play into the crowd or he anything. He was like focused that. on what? In ring competition, competition which is the strength of SmackDown. Virtually every storyline right now is centered on in ring competition, know, and I that's know. why SmackDown is the better show right now. Oh man, by a long shot. Yeah, it's not even close. Yeah, so, so many people were gone last night, and it was fantastic. I know, but then I guess I don't know. I'm I, I was huge into that ending with the team Hell No. I thought it was fantastic. Oh, it was heartwarming. Yeah, it was. It really was. Maybe some people don't like Kane though. I think it's great though. Oh yeah, because it's the perfect way. It is the. Per- I think we said this before. Um, and a lot of people were saying we called it. I'm pretty sure I stole that idea off Twitter from somebody else. The idea of Kane coming back to yeah, the yeah, challenge yeah. against Bludgeon Brothers. So, like, I'm not freaking original. Um, but, it, you know, when I th- heard about that, I was like, man, that is a great way. It makes all the sense in the world. To keep Daniel Bryan in a high-profile thing with something that doesn't matter at all, the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Mm-hmm. So, I really, really like it. But, anyways, getting back to this. Well, also, um, you know, it, it, one of the loose ends kind of, of Daniel Bryan's last run of WWE was that storyline with Kane. Because before he had to yeah. retire, after he won the title, Kane was his first feud. Yeah. Um, and Do you think that's why he originally he initially yeah. hesitated? The yeah. yeah. Probably, yeah. Because the last time we saw Kane and Daniel Bryan together, Kane, I think, tombstone on the ring steps. Yeah. Um, and so I'm sure there's probably still some unresolved issues dealing with all that. Yeah, I wonder. Because I, I had sort of thought that... So the more memorable thing about Daniel Bryan and Kane is obviously Team Hell No. I'm not because his that bit with Kane after his world title win was so short mm-hmm. and sad at the end mm-hmm. and inconsequential. Yeah, it seemed like an underwhelming first feud after the the high of winning the really, title at Mania, which was funny because like it shouldn't have been an underwhelming thing, but they didn't really call back to the Team Hell No stuff when they were doing. If I if I recall, yeah, yeah, they might have mentioned it, but it should have been a much meatier. It, thing. I felt like it was that. more Kane as member authority of authority. Guy. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it was. Yeah. So like. I was kind of surprised if that's the impetus for him resisting the hug originally, which you're probably right. It probably is. You know, it's like to call back to that when obviously everybody remembers with a lot of, you know, uh, good thoughts. Mm -hmm. Team hell no. Mm -hmm. I just wanted him to hug just like that. Mm -hmm. But it's still pretty quick. It was still awesome. Anyways, getting back to this. Rusev cut that great promo at the end. After after winning. uh Uh-huh. And they, uh, yeah, what didn't commentary say something like, uh, Xavier Woods has spent more, more time, time in the accolade. Yeah, Corey Graves said that than anybody, anybody else. else. Yeah, because I guess the, which seems to be the truth. Yeah, he said uh, Xavier Woods was involved in the first stack accolade. Mm-hmm, that's right. And yeah, they said that uh, Xavier Woods never beat Rusev in NXT. Yeah, yeah. Um, they had a really nice close up on Rusev for that promo too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. It was very intense. Uh, Rusev's totally not going to win that title, but man, people are going to be. People, people are just going to be jazzed about this because it's two guys that they really like, you know? Yeah. But they're like, they're not really occupying the same space. Yeah. So I think it's great. Uh, next up, we had a Jeff Hardy promo. This was cool. He was upside down. But he wasn't. Uh, right. Yeah. The camera was upside down. Yeah. Yeah. And so they turned the camera around. Right. Yeah. And he was just standing there. But it was a good promo. No, it was awesome, man. He was talking about. Science and brains and membranes, membranes, and his face paint looked great. Oh, his face paint looked fantastic. That was awesome. Um, then after that, we had Naomi and Lana backstage. So hold on a second. Oh, it was all over the map. So Lana had no accent to begin all this thing. All over the right? map. Am I getting this right? Lana had no accent, and at the end, she had an accent. I think I know why, though. Makes all the sense in the world. Okay. Explain it to me. No, it doesn't. But so when uh, the cast of Glow, yeah, showed up. Uh, what's her name? Allison Brie. Allison Brie 
got into her accent, yes. which I think may be prompted. I would get Lana that. I would get, get that. Into hers? No. But then, yeah, just like as a as, as a, a fun thing. Yeah. Yeah, because I thought that's what they're gonna do. Yeah. But even after Allison Bree stopped doing the the Russian accent, oh. Lana continued, but not in like a comedic sense, as in yeah, this is my character. Yeah, man. I don't know. There's zero direction there. She needs to go talk to Vince and say, accent or no accent, yes or no, red light, green light. What do you want? Yeah. And then he'll say, oh, sometimes I think it's great when you do it, but then I don't want you to do it. Yeah. All right. There's my direction. Because, you know, that's probably Vince's type of direction. Yeah. So I thought they were just going to have, you know, kind of poke fun at the fact that they never explained why she dropped her accent yeah, by doing that. And I, I thought it'd be funny. But then after that bit ended, she kept the accent instead yeah. of dropping it. Even this I thought was charming, though. Oh, it was hecka charming, you man. You know? Like the freaking cast of Glow is great. Allison Bree's great. Naomi's great. That's coming back June 26, I think. Oh, That's, that was yesterday. No, it's coming back Friday. Yeah, the 29th. Coming, yeah, 29th, Friday. That's cool. Man, that first season was fantastic. I need to finish it. Oh, you have to finish it. I got it. like three episodes in. I just don't That's have it? I don't have time to watch TV oh, anymore. Oh, it's so good. Mark Maron is a treasure, dude. Oh, I know. I He's believe fantastic. that. He was fantastic in the first three episodes. Yeah, I never got great. to see uh, uh, Alex Riley in it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was in it. Joey Ryan was in it. I didn't see Joey Ryan either. I got future, John Morrison. Future H champion Joey Ryan. Adam Mayhem was not in the program. Garbage face is not in glow. You're right. <laughs> but he's not the future H champion. <laughs> 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 Anyways, charming segment, even though I don't know why Lana drops and picks up the Russian accent yeah. seemingly at random. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it seemed like they might be teasing some sort of alliance between potentially Naomi and Lana. You know what they should have done? Hmm. Zachary Levy is Billy Batson, John Cena is Shazam, right? Makes all the sense. And then the next movie. Because like, they don't look that dissimilar. Because, yeah. Our. our <laughs> Aren't, aren't uh, Shazam and the guy The Rock's no. playing uh, uh, rivals? Okay, this is what you... No, answer my question. Yeah, yeah, I know. Then, yeah, give us the Cena versus Rock movie. I know. You want to see that. I know, man. Who doesn't want to see that? You want That might out box office like freaking, I don't know, Infinity War. Yeah. Um, here's what you do. You remember Joseph Gordon-Levitt in Looper? Yeah. You may, you do the same thing with Zachary Levy. Give him makeup to look like John yeah, yeah, Cena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just subtly, though. <laughs> Yeah, there is nothing subtle about Joseph Gordon. Well, they give him like a, a more prominent chin. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of it. Uh, oh, and Looper. Yeah. Oh, they changed his nose completely. Oh, the nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His yeah. nose is completely changed. But I watched that movie like twenty times. Oh, it's man. a great movie. Oh, I freaking love that movie. Uh, next, Jeff Hardy versus Eric Young. Um, it was a U.S. title open challenge because uh, Nakamura couldn't make it because he got bit by a dog mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, at the arena the, so the previous weird. night. Yeah. I don't understand it, man. I don't get it. I want to know the story on Same that Same here. That's got to be. Well, PW Insider, I think, they're the ones that broke the story. Did they have, like, details? Can we? PW Insider is always a great source. If you can get past all the ads on their stuff. Anyways, continue. I'll, I'll... Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. So, anyways, where were we? Uh, Jeff Hardy and the Uso. No, Jeff Hardy versus Eric Young. So, Sanity came out. I uh, had a seizure during their entrance. You said you you sort of were on the same page as me with the entrance. Yeah, yeah, because I actually paid attention to it this time. Yeah, it was all over the map. Like, I get it. You want it to look chaotic and everything, but, dude, it's way too much. It is way too much. Okay, all it says here from PW Insider, asking around, we were told that there was a recent incident where Nakamura was bitten by a dog and WWE would not clear him to perform. And he didn't work last night's, Monday night's, uh, 
House show. Row, row, row. Let's see if there's anything. So else he put there. the dog over. <laughs> Sounds like it, yes. <laughs> He's putting everybody over these days. So, anyways, uh, yeah, it was Jeff Hardy versus uh, Eric Young. There Sam was a really bad out. botch early on with the twist of fate. The thing that I love about. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Oh, wow. It was, it was real bad. Oh, damn it. I was not it was paying attention. It was real bad. Oh, what a bummer. I and did see, though. So bad that the announced even to say, oh, Jeff Hardy didn't get all of that. Oh, crap. I heard that, and I was like, I was like, oh, whoa. Okay. It was bad. So wait, uh, Swan, so wait, what did he do? It was a twist of fate. Okay. But he does his more like a stunner. Yeah, sure. So he falls first. Uh, Eric Young mistimed his sub you know like uh, fall as well yeah so jeff hardy's on his butt oh no and eric young's still standing up oh dear and then eric young just flops oh that's no good yeah that's terrible yeah um no i did appreciate though insanity was coming out jeff hardy went with his makeup so he had the makeup yeah 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 so like when his eyes are closed looks looks like like he has eyes painted on his eyelids and so he was like looking around like this oh i know it was great that was awesome anyways um so uh, during the match, sort of the counter, I guess, or just to sort of get back at Sanity from last week, the Usos uh, come to ringside. They brawl with Damo and Alexander Wolf. Um, Eric Young joins in on the brawl. Everybody just ends up brawling. That's, that's what happens. We cut to commercial. We come back. We're in the middle of a proper six-man tag match, Jeff Hardy and the Usos versus Sanity. Um, it was loads of fun, lots of crazy stuff going on. Uh, but Hardy got the pull, got the pin on Alexander Wolf after a Swanton bomb. What do you have? So this is more from Perosing Insider. This is their follow-up. They say, quote, according to what we were told, a law enforcement dog was being brought around the building as part of a pre-show security check. The dog was pro- brought past Nakamura. We are told the dog sniffed Nakamura, then without provocation, proceeded to bite him on the leg. Oh, man. Dude, what the hell? Those dogs are supposed to have like, like an instant reflex when you give them a command to stop doing something, and it's always like a crazy word. Mm-hmm. Like, so we had a friend who had like a police dog. Yeah, I can't remember what the word was though. Plots. Yeah, one there. Of one of them was like go plots. Yeah. Another one was uh. The dog's name was Nork. Yeah. Or, oh, he's such a yeah. sweet dog too. I think it was Plots. He's like, uh, yeah, Nork, go plots. Yeah. And I don't know what that means. I think it's German for place. That was check. That was like checking it. That was like chill out or something like yeah, that. I think so. And then he wouldn't tell me what the jacked up, what the you know attack one was for obvious reasons. You know. Yeah. Because idiot here has no filter. Yeah. I'd be like, oh great. You know. So yeah. Yeah, that's weird. That is really weird. What the heck is wrong with people? Anyways, you got through. You got through. Did you get through both matches? The Hardy match and the yes. So Sandy match. Yes. Yeah, it was fun. It fun. was fun, but it was a bummer that Sanity in the first lo- their first match took a loss. Oh yeah, I know, I know, I know. And how, when Alexander Wolf in there, he just took a, a a lot of punishment. He started to mosh at one point. Yeah, he brought that arm back. Yeah, and then didn't get it off because he got attacked. Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying though with like them taking a loss, but that's the only thing I, I came out of this. This I understand. Like I thought, gonna, I thought, hey, I thought, what are they going to do with Shinsuke and Jeff Hardy? Oh, they'll just push it. They'll probably push it to extreme rules. No, no, I mean, like, what was the plan? Was it going to be, like, a jank finish? Probably another low blow. Okay. Nakamura's getting that belt at extreme rules. Assuming his dog bite heals up in time. Yeah, I'd like... He has to, right? Yeah. 
I would think so. You would think so, but you man, get dropped down from the main event scene and then to be lose really to Jeff Hardy. High on Jeff Hardy right I know. now. He he was moving around a lot better last night than he I had know, been he previous week. So he looked like he was healthy. He looked fantastic. Maybe he'll get into a thing. With oh, that. getting back. See, I thought they had the 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 brawl to finish the Hardy versus Young match, so Jeff Hardy didn't have to take a loss, mm-hmm. and so they had this tag match, and then yeah. Sandy could pin one of the Usos to get a win their first match, but. Nope. 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 They wanted the faces to go over. I know. It was, a, it was like a super face-heavy show. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, this I was expecting, face, I was expecting face. Sammy Deville to beat Becky Lynch, and that didn't happen. It was a really... Well, yeah, Xavier Woods lost, but people like Rusev. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, man. It was all just feel good. I'm cool with that. Speaking of which, next, Becky Lynch versus Sonya Deville was set up on the WWE.com video. Yeah. That was pretty good. They showed a little bit of it. Um, Sonya Deville's really good on the mic. She seems very comfortable. She's get, she's yeah, she's getting very comfortable. That's a, that's a great first step. Um, and Becky's great. Becky's always great. She said, I, got, I see four arms in front of me. Which one am I going to break? I love that. That was good. That was great. Becky's my favorite man. Anyways, yeah, uh, she had a good match. Overcame the numbers game mm-hmm. again with that Sonya Deville uh, strobe lights. So, oh man, I could do without that. Oh man, that's great. I love it. Like I just I I, I literally went like this. You gonna go turn the lights on and off? Like, in theory, it's great, but they need to chill out. Oh, you want to do that again? No, we don't have to. We've done right. it once. I don't want to. I don't want to overdo it. Oh, we got these lights anyway. So. I know you can't really tell. Uh, next, we see James Ellsworth backstage with Ty Dillinger. She doesn't smile when she does it, you know. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Those elbows in there. So James Ellsworth back there with Ty Dillinger. Ty says, "You're not a perfect ten. You're a one." Yeah, Ellsworth should have been like, "But what's with your hair?" You think you're a perfect ten? I can't. I don't know if it's an improvement over what he was doing or not. I haven't decided yet. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I At think it's a lateral move. Before it was a tad on the definitive side. This is a mess. Yeah, I feel like he needs to either just cut it all off on top and keep it short on the sides, or let the sides grow out a bit. He needs. But if he lets the sides grow out a bit, he's going to look like an insurance salesman. I think. He, here's the thing. I think he's got. A he's deep, a handsome dude. He's a normal looking dude. He's a relatively handsome dude. You know, Corey Graves is a really handsome dude. Ty Dillinger next to Corey Graves is, no, nah, man, he's like a five. Corey Graves is like a ten. Who else is a really handsome dude? There's a lot of Ugmos, huh? Like Sami Zayn's ugly. Kevin Owens is super ugly. Braun's kind of ugly. AJ's sort of just normal looking. Yeah, he's a normal looking dude. Who's a good looking dude? Roman. Yeah, Roman's a handsome man. Roman's a super handsome Adam guy. Adam Cole. Oh, he's the handsomest. Yeah, Adam Cole is the handsomest man. See, it's like it's say, I'll say this. If Adam Cole's a 10, which yes, he is. Yes, correct. Which he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> anyway, who'd you say was him? Oh, Roman? Oh, Roman. Roman's about an eight and a half. Oh, no way, man. Roman's like a nine and a half. No way. Oh, are you really? Are you yeah, serious? Man. Yeah. Oh, he's... All right, I'll say nine. Okay. All right, nine. Who nine. else did you mention? Um, On the good scale? Yeah. Not a lot. Like Kevin Owens, three. So I would say Ty Dillinger is a six and a half, seven. Seven is seven? Yeah, he's a handsome man. He's like a six and a half. All right. He's like a six and a half. That's why I said six and a half, seven. I'd still consider that on the, on the handsome side of the scale. Dude, that's like borderline ugly. No, 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 no. Because like an F isn't ugly. He's failing at the looks department, man. No, I don't think he is. He's like a D plus. No. Absolutely. I think if, if he fixed the hair situation, it would go a long way. That would help. And what I was going to suggest yeah. is if he has a decent head of hair... He could uh, try to do a Corey Graves type. Not mm. as extreme as his. Yeah, so yeah, tall. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But like, if he tried that, like the gentleman, whatever they call him, yeah, yeah, try that, yeah, just come it back instead of part it. Yeah, it's just it's that's just sort of normal. Yeah, you need something on there that just looks like it's 2018. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know what he has going on up there, but it's the most. Ill I wonder if it was you know he had the the bun or the little ponytail going on, or he just went cut it, and that's what it was left with. It's what it, exactly what it looks like happened. Mm -hmm. But then he's got like lines in the side. I'm like, yeah, no. don't you're you're. I'm not a lines in my head, dude. Okay, no, no, no. He's not either. It worked he, better when the hair was longer and then was pulled back. Yeah, I still hated it. He, somebody it who great, does that, better has to have some level of like eccentricity or natural style, like Enzo. Okay, might be a big scumbag, but he had like I understand. Yeah, a style. He used to have look. like the cheetah worked worked cheetah, you know, print in his hair and stuff. Yeah. Ty is like an HR guy, right? Well, especially with that haircut, yeah. Well, no, the haircut makes him like HR guy who's trying way too hard. Yeah, yeah. that's why I said if he if he lets the size and the back grow out, so mm -hmm, it, sure it, it fits with the the nature of the hair on top, yeah. he's gonna look like an HR guy and insurance salesman. <laughs> I think that's good because right now he looks like he's trying too hard. But, right now, no, the like problem is he's a professional wrestler. He shouldn't look like an insurance salesman. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I understand he 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 needs to do something with his hair that's a little more distinctive that helps him stand out. His personality is so normal guy. Yeah, I know. It's but so still charming, like dude. Yeah, he's like a, he's like a, an affable, charming dude. You that's just, just look like you. All right. Like yeah, you that's know. fine. Yeah, just, that's why I said either grow it out the sides, the back, or, or just cut it all off. Yeah, just cut it all off, man. That's what you should do. Just cut it all off, and then from there, I don't even know where you go. Yeah. Ring of Honor. Yeah. Impact. He'd be a good Impact guy. I think he'd be okay in New Japan. I'd go. No. I think he's he's a good wrestler. He didn't really, he, he's been in developmental for like... Ever. A long time, yeah. Yeah. No. So we should know his craft by now. Not New Japan craft, you have to be young boy first. Not necessarily. Oh, sure. When they brought AJ Styles over from TNA, he was in a, a young line. Would you watch, would you... <laughs> so it's not like if you come to New Japan, you're automatically a young line. Yeah, but he was in Ring of Honor. I understand that. That's like serving time as a young boy. Well, I think being in NXT for 15 years or how long Ty was in it, that's kind of comparable. <laughs> 15 years. I think, it was ten, I think it was 10 years he was in WWE Developmental. He made, his, he made his first appearance on Maine in 2006, I think. Or at ECW. It was at ECW. Yeah. He, 15. he opened up OVW. <laughs> Anyways, he's backstage with Ellsworth. Oh, a lot of people in chat are saying that Ricochet is a handsome man. That's true. Oh, he's super handsome. Yeah, man. That dude is super, supremely handsome. Patrick Clark is a super handsome yeah, guy. Yeah, he is. That guy is sexual, man. Mm -hmm. Heck yeah. Wilson NXT. Roderick Strong's a classically handsome guy. Yeah, he's got like an old school handsome going for him. Yeah, and that's what Ty should probably try to do. Just old school handsome. Yeah, I think that would work. Try for that. Him. Yeah. Because we always say, look, here's the thing. We always say Roderick Strong looks like an HR guy, mm -hmm. but man, that dude can wrestle. Mm -hmm. uh, so he was backstage with, El backstage with Ellsworth. And, oh, uh, Drew McIntyre. Oh, oh my God! So man, Adam Cole versus Drew McIntyre. What's Drew McIntyre? Nine and a half. Ooh, nine point nine. So he's handsomer than Roman. Oh yeah, I don't know, man. Oh, Roman's yeah. a really handsome guy. Have you seen my selfie with him? Yeah, I have. It's like garbage face, but then there's like immaculate. I understand. No, Drew. Drew is is not quite like tough. there's one and a half if on a good day. Yeah, and then like nine. Nine. Yeah. But imagine if Drew was back there. Oh man. Like no, you wouldn't exist in that would, picture yeah. at all. I would be like uh, the McFlies in Back to the Future. Yeah, you just start to disappear. <laughs> like, like Thanos is in the building. Drew has to be nine point seven, nine point eight. Adam Cole's a ten, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 And Ricochet is what? 
He's got to be nine, nine and a half. No. Nine. Come on, man. He's not in the same league as Drew or Adam Cole. But he's at least on par with Roman. No, I don't think he is. I think Roman's up there, too. Ricochet's a solid eight and a half. Nah, he's he's a, a solid eight and a half. What about uh, Velveteen Dream? He kind of transcends the scale, dude. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. Anyways, can we get back to this? Sorry. James Ellsworth, who's literally uglier than I am, um, is backstage. And what was, so what he was what was he saying? What was going on here? What the bit with Ty? Yeah. I don't I don't remember what, what prompted it, yeah, but what essentially it was Ty telling James Ellsworth that he's not a perfect ten, he's a one. Yeah. Like you're right. That was it. Yeah. Um after that we had an Andrade Almas iPhone promo. Uh where Zelina Vega was doing the talking. She was saying, you know, you saw what I what he did, what uh, Andrade did to Sin Cara, knocking him out of action. Um why don't why didn't why why don't they have another feud for him? Like are they just gonna wait till Sin Cara is healthy and then do that? Are there no more like super mid level? I mean, Ty Dillinger's right there. <laughs> oh, that'd be a good one. He's not doing anything. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. They should have just tossed him in there. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, after that, James Ellsworth came out. I love this bit. He delivered a promo. What was that line he said about like? Not like most guys who wear shorts and graduated high school and talk about their feelings. <laughs> yeah. That was a funny ass line. That was a funny damn line. Guys who graduated high school and talk about their feelings. <laughs> Anyways, he was talking, uh, he was talking crap about Oscar. He said, I am ready for Oscar. And then Paige comes out and, uh, she makes Carmela versus Oscar at extreme rules and then uh, Ellsworth implies uh, that Paige wants uh, you know a little piece of him. And she says, says, "I see, I see." He says, "I see how you're looking at me." And she's like, "You want a date?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then she's like, "Oh, how does next Tuesday work?" How does ne- yeah? And he was like, "Oh yeah, perfect." And then he's like, "I'll see you then." And he's like, "Oh no, it's not with me, and it's not so much a date as is a match. It's and it's against Oscar." Oh man! So that's. Fantastic. Yeah. That's James Ellsworth is going to get his head kicked and off. And Paige was fantastic in this whole sequence, man. She's killing it, dude. Yeah, man. She's, she's doing a great it. job. Um, so that's going to be good. Uh, next, we get a brief shot of Bludgeon Brothers just hanging out backstage, and there is a, a zoom in, a Kubrick X uh-huh. zoom in on yeah. uh, Harper's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And cut to Daniel Bryan warming up with the club. <laughs> that was awesome. I know. That was see. That's why this is such a great episode. It was completely random because we've yeah, never seen Daniel never. Bryan and the club together ever. Did you start trying to piece together in your head? I just assumed the club are just like really good dudes. Yeah, exactly. They're good brothers. Yeah, good brothers. Yes. And so I'm like, wait, Daniel Bryan and AJ. Well, and also, you know, the club just They're got friends. out of the feud with Bludgeon Brothers. What? That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. That's part of it, too. Right. But okay, then so I also just sense. assumed that everybody likes the club because they're good brothers. Everybody likes the club. Everybody likes Daniel Bryan. So that it's, it's a natural fit. Yeah. And at one point during the training, Abs Anderson looked down and he started counting his abs. Yeah, that's great. And he got back to helping with the training. It was fantastic. It was great. Um, um, and brings then, us to our main event. Yes. Luke Harper versus Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm, yeah. Luke Harper's awesome. I wish uh, I wish they had done what we said, put him in the WWE title match at Mania uh, two years ago. Oh man, I know. I'm still playing over that. That'd have been great for him. He didn't fantastic. even need to get close to winning. Just Dude, putting him in that match, having him involved in that storyline, would have a added an extra element that would have uh, made it more unpredictable. Yeah. And then it would have done wonders for him oh, just to be in that match. Him. Like, why would you not want another strong upper mid card guy? Why would you not want that? Have you ever seen a Brody Lee promo? 
Mm-hmm. That dude is natural on the mic. He is so natural on the mic. Fantastic wrestler. Man, he's so good. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're obsessed with making him weird deliverance now freaking bludgeon kind of guy. medieval type guy. Yeah. I don't get it either. I mean, he's got he's got that look, I guess, but dude, that's that's honestly that's the genesis of the true buds. Because he comes off as like a dude Lebowski type guy. Mm-hmm. Like if if he if you wanted him to be that. And everybody loves the dude. Oh heck yes. I'm telling you, man. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, that was our main event. Uh, Daniel Daniel Bryan versus uh, Luke Harper or just Harper. Um, it was a fun match. It was man. a fun Anytime match. Anytime you get freaking Daniel Bryan, it's a it's a treasure. <clears throat> it's a gift. Yep. Um, so uh, towards the end, Daniel Bryan puts Harper in the yes lock. He'd been working over the left arm for the whole duration of the match. Mm-hmm. Finally, gets the the yes lock applied. Mm-hmm. Rowan comes in, breaks it up. He attacks Daniel Bryan. Both bludgeon brothers start beating down on Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Out comes Kane. It's gotta be Kane. He makes the save, fights off the bludgeon brothers. So uh, Daniel Bryan kind of pulls himself up in the corner. Kane walks up to him. Um, and then he puts out the arms, puts out the arms. So, and the crowd, and, the crowd was, was, was into it. Oh, they're first so chanting team time. hell. No. And then they start chanting, hug it out. Exactly. Yeah. And then Daniel Bryan says, no, can't do it and starts to walk away, stops, turns around, they hug. Listens to the crowd, and then they hug, and it's amazing. Heartwarming moment. Oh, man, I loved it. And then Paige comes out, and she says, I'm not going to let this moment go by. Bludgeon Brothers, Team Hell No for the tag titles at Extreme Rules. Man, this is shaping up to be a fun pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, it really we is. Got, we got Team Hell No. We've got... Uh, AJ versus Rusev. AJ versus Rusev, that's going to be good. Probably Hardy versus Nakamura. Hardy Nakamura. Rollins versus Dolph. Carmella versus Asuka. Yeah. Man, all sorts of great matches. Mm-hmm. This is gonna oh, be uh, Bliss day. versus Nia Jax. Yeah, that'll be okay. Um, and then whatever. Oh, a B team, guess, B team versus uh, <clears throat> the leader of worlds. Yeah, now, now we're sort of going to the trash. I don't well, I'm just naming it. all the matches. And then uh, Roman versus Bobby. Oh, here. Charles Ford here in chat brings up a good point. I thought about this when this happened. Charles Ford here asks, uh, how is this going to affect his poll numbers? They're going to bring out a softer, gentler, kinder cane leading up to the general election. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm at, I wouldn't be surprised that's part of it. Actually, I would be, but that's the first thing I thought of when he came out. I was like, oh, he's a face now leading up to the general election. Do we know? Does it happen in November? I think so. Or is there one in September? There could be. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, no, absolutely. Look, man. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. What this is going to lead to is... More money, yeah. which means more flyers door to door. More importantly, more yard signs. Yes, those yard signs. No, more importantly, hopefully, more barbecues. More, <laughs> more campaign barbecues. Man, can we please go out and attend one of those barbecues? That's a long way to go just for a cookout, man. I don't know. What if it's like some bomb ass food? It could be. Yeah, that's still a long way to go. Mac and cheese. Well, I mean, just the allure of mac and cheese is enough for me to travel all the way to Tennessee. Sorry. It is for me, man. Well, then have at it. Ooh, really? Yeah. It'd be cool if I did that? If I'll you be want to. a field reporter. There you go. On the scene at Glenn Jacobs for mayor of Knox County. Let's do it, man. I'm sure there's a friend in Knox County that'll put us up. Could be. Could be. Could I get in your couch? I love Vinny Elliott said he was from the area. Nice. The in, wait, no, Stevie Bradley's the enforcer. Vinny Elliott is the first friend over his champion. Mm-hmm. Nice. I don't know if he lives there or said he was from there. I remember. Oh, man. Uh, you want to answer some questions? Yeah, sure. Why All not? right, here we go. First, 
from Nemo. If you could get to see any of these shows, all expenses paid, but it's only to see the show and come back, which would it be? NXT tapings, Lucha Underground tapings, Impact tapings, non-pay-per-view New Japan show, uh, NXT UK tapings, Power Rank if you want. NXT tapings would be number one. Yeah, for sure. I, that's that's like the kind of that, and I guess to some degree Wrestle Kingdom, although, you know, it's just in a giant freaking venue. You don't like the huge venue shows. But going to Tokyo would be fascinating. I'm not oh, heck yes, before. man. Oh, uh, uh, I think Karen liked it on Twitter. They did like a walkthrough of uh, Minoru Suzuki's Piledriver shop. Ooh. Oh, man. Ooh, really? Awesome. Cool, huh? Awesome, like a brick and mortar, like a yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's not yeah. just like a click through. No, 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 store, no. Yeah. It's Ooh. I mean the the shirt designs here are great. Oh, I really want to get. It was super expensive to order one. I have shipped the, his uh, shirt for his fiftieth uh, birthday, thirtieth oh, anniversary yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome stuff. Oh man, I'd buy one of everything there. Lots to go check out in Tokyo because Minoru Suzuki is the best. Is it in Tokyo? I think so. Yeah, that's cool. Didn't say where it was, or I didn't notice it if it said where it was. But it was cool. It's pretty awesome. Uh, Primetime Henry Harris, kayfabe reasons that the police dog bit Nakamura. Oh, great kayfabe. question. Great question. Um, um, well, dog Jeff had, Hardy um, uh, was uh, reached some sort of symbiosis oh, sure. with okay. the dog. That's a good one. Using membranes yeah. and uh, synapses. Synapses, for sure. And so in retaliation for the low blow a couple weeks back, yeah. um, based on some sort of... Uh, uh, Link with the animal mm-hmm. commanded the animal to to bite That's Nakamura's leg. Yeah, um, dog had some sort of championship title. Uh, was in possession of a of a championship title that Nakamura wanted as a consolation prize for the WWE title. He wanted the dog versus championship. Did he try to go for a low blow? Dog responded with a bite to the leg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, the mark of steel. Just oh, you got another one. Dog doesn't like heels. Okay. The Mark of Steel, Jesse Starr, what is Damo's ceiling as a singles wrestler? I mean, based on what we saw last night, I don't know, because Sandy wasn't booked that strongly. Yeah, I feel he's like... He's great. No, he's fantastic. I feel like an NXT, Triple H or whomever, thought a lot more about him than evidently they might on... Mm-hmm. Main. Look, it's early. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's totally it's, early. It's their second appearance, yeah. But you could always tell from the get-go when he joined Sanity... That like, oh man, they were they they this might be like a Braun situation, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. But I don't know that they have Braun aspirations for Demo. I don't know. Wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if Vince like sours on sanity fast. Yeah, the glorious Steve Klein. Hey, friendo, should Team Hell No change their names to Team Hell Yes? No, they're Team Hell No. It's Hell No. It's Team Hell No. I never really like that name to begin with, but it's a terrible name. It's awful. Yeah, but keep it. But it, it's just it's what it is. Bronze grappling hook. Did you guys watch the WWE undercover boss? Who would have been the funniest undercover kayfabe WWE superstar? Well, right now it'd probably be Braun. Yeah. Like, how could, I don't even understand how any. I didn't watch it, so I don't no. know. But if you work for WWE, I would get the feeling, even with the wig and glasses, you would know what Stephanie McMahon looked like. You know, it's like there's. So there is a Saturday Night Live sketch where they did Kylo Ren as an undercover boss. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was flipping hilarious. Yeah. And everybody knew immediately that it was him because yeah. he was like using his force powers because he get pissed off when people would talk crap about him. Yeah. It was really funny. That's what I figured it'd be like. It's well, like, you know, like when we in, in, in our, when we book Raw, we had Braun, you know, mm-hmm. in all these other outfits. Mm-hmm. But you still know it was Braun. Yeah, sure. 
Like Stephanie with blonde hair and glasses. This looks like Stephanie with blonde hair and glasses. Exactly. Uh, Via Lobos. The New Day are becoming a live-action cartoon. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. What other kind of cartoon hijinks would you like to see them get involved in? When they run... Did we mention when Big E put that ouch sign? Oh, that was great. The cartoon bubble. That was good. Um, Well, when they run, I want to hear the... The running noise, you know? Like yeah, yeah, they yeah. Run yeah. In place. Blah, blah, blah. Should be a little cloud of smoke. It's like something in the Kick s- up. Yeah. And they run in place for a little bit, get and speed, and then go. It sounds like a rock in a tin can yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Double J, Joe Jensen, ain't he great? Ain't he great? Um, he says, power rank your favorite flispy meals. Of course, this is from the Sonic commercial, where they combine crispy and something else, describing their chicken tender something. Oh, oh. But I'm, I guess flavor and crispy. Maybe they'll say that's what it is. What's okay, your... that makes sense. So we have to combine. Oh my! So flavor and crispy. What's something that's crispy? That's not chicken tenders. What else is crispy? I consider um curly fries crispy. Yeah, I was gonna say a good a good French fries is crispy. Yeah, man, it's gotta absolutely. be. A good pizza crust. It's gotta be crispy on the bottom a little bit. Yeah. I want no soggy pizza crust. Well, yeah. I wonder if I'm going to like that uh, deep dish. Have you ever had deep dish pizza. pizza before? If I if I have, I don't remember. It's pretty, pretty much like like a pizza pizza bowl. Yeah. Pretty much what it's like. Right. It's good. Oh, it's yeah, okay. man. It's not too saucy. Feels like there's too no, much. No, because there's stuff it. floating in the sauce. Oh, like yeah. all your toppings, instead of being on top, are floating in sauce. Oh, it's all enmeshed in there. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it, it's man. Good, all man. in. I'm going to bring my fanny pack. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to some Italian beef. Mm-hmm. Maybe a Chicago dog if we can work all that out. Yeah, man, absolutely. I want to like, sample the local cuisine. That's one of my favorite things to do when I travel anywhere. Yeah, I'm not eating anything unless it's Chicago. Like, you know, it's or- origins in Chicago. Yeah, man. Uh, the glorious broken sound wave. Hey, Stephen Larson, got some fantasy booking for you. So you both have three wishes, and these those three wishes, you must bring a wrestler back from the dead, one out of retirement, and turn one wrestler heel for the upcoming main event WrestleMania triple threat match. What are your choices? His are Benoit, Michaels, and then turn Cena back to the Doctor of Thugonomics. Thanks, too sweet, and a hearty handshake. So you have to bring three... What Well, now? one wrestler must uh, rise from the dead. Eddie Guerrero. One out of retirement, and then one... Michaels. And one has to become a heel that's currently a face. No, Eddie Guerrero, Edge, and one... Uh, face that he has to turn heel. Who don't want to go heel? I'm going to say Macho Man. Yeah. Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah. Seth Rollins. Oh. I'll say Roman Reigns has to be heel. Kind of already is, according to him. Alex Mercer has a question. Where has Randy Orton been? He's hurt. He's got had some, so he had a knee injury, I think. He's getting old, man. Yeah. Tommy T. Hey, friendo. So, do you think a tag team match could ever main event SummerSlam or WrestleMania? Personally, I'd love to see the match that the Usos and New Day would put on if they were in the main event of WrestleMania. I think that'd be great, but it would probably, if we didn't see the tag match between uh, Ronda and Kurt Angle, Triple H and Stephanie main event, which it probably could have and should have, um, main event WrestleMania, if that didn't, I don't know what's going to take to actually do it. The New Day versus the Elite. Yeah, that could do it. But even that, I'm not sure. That I wouldn't be surprised if that were to main event, say, SummerSlam. Yeah. I don't know about Mania. Yeah. As long as Roman Reigns is employed. I know. I know. You got to assume he's a shoe in the main event. No, I think you're right about that Rousey thing, though. JTR, 
Uh, hey guys, first time asker all the way from London. If you guys were starting out a wrestling career, I love this question. If you guys were starting out a wrestling career, let's say we're like 25 years younger. Mm -hmm. Young lines. With the end goal, young boys, with the end goal of being in the WWE, how would you do it? Young lines. Thanks, guys. Too sweet and a hearty handshake. Um, <clears throat> I would, I would try my hand at the indie. I would go down. I would go down to LA. I would go to some wrestling hotbed. Yeah. Okay. And LA is a really great town mm -hmm. for indie wrestling these days. Mm -hmm. I'd go to LA. I would uh, get on the scene there. Yeah. Um, I would try to go the independent route and build my own brand. Young Lion. That way. That's what I would do. You would try to, you would go to the, the dojo. Yeah. Like in LA and try to be young boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, I mean, I think right now the LA dojo is just, I don't know if it's, if it serves the same purpose as the dojo in you Japan. You wouldn't try to get some miles under you before you went in to be young boy. Mm -mm. You would just try to be a physical specimen mm -hmm. and enter as young boy. Yeah. Okay. Show my passion and love for the industry. Show that I'm physically capable of performing the duties that what a professional wrestler said, and a young lion must perform. Said, go out and uh, and pay some dues before you get to pay dues and here. That's what I would do. Where would you go? Um, NXT. Uh, let's see here. Um, Steve Klein. Hey, friendos. If you're walking to the ring on SmackDown, what random fact about fact? Sorry, fact, not fact. Fact is fact even a word? Fact totem. Um, fact. Would you about you would appear under your name display? So you have the side panel on <laughs> SmackDown. Sorry, well, Ronan Cahill said. Did Corey inadvertently call Knox County the mouth of hell? That's where Kane's from. That's funny. Did that say say that on this on this sidebar? I don't know. Uh, anyways, I'm sorry. What were you saying? Um, so, what random fact would appear on your sidebar? Oh, oh, I don't know. Ann Larson makes a mean pot of chili. Uh, oh, there you go. That's a good one. Loves sneakers, but can't afford to buy any of them. Uh, loves sneakers, but can't afford. To. <laughs> um. Oh man, I don't know. Has never tried deep dish pizza. Oh, there you is go. Is looking forward to deep dish pizza in Oh. Urban Dictionary Fact. I was gonna see if it was fact. a word. It says how a person from the New England area says, says the F, F word, yeah. It says F. Um Ronan Cahill also says, uh, in K Fabe, what has the bar been doing the last couple weeks? They were in a dark match yesterday. They're hitting the bars. They're hitting. The, they're getting too they're too loaded the before the SmackDown shows. Hitting local uh, establishments. Hammered. They they are not in any shape to wrestle. Uh, I'm not Baron Corbin. Asks, is AJ at the point where it's impossible for a heel turn to work for him? Yes, it is. People are never going to root against AJ Styles. Yeah, I know. Are you ready for some trivia, Steve? Yes. Yes. Here we go. <coughs> I'm never going to have another day like I did last week. No. No sold my 93,173. That was the greatest day in the history of trivia, by the way. It was pretty good. I'm not downplaying your, you your accomplishment. totally downplaying it. I'm even keel, man. All right, I'll go first. TNA is known for having a ring in what shape? Um, well, not currently. Six sides. What is that? That shape has a name. Yeah, I does. need the name. 
Well, like five sides is it? Is this obvious? If you know your geometry, yes. Oh, well, I don't. I, I hated geometry. I preferred trigonometry right. after that. I kind of did too, but I know I know what a six-sided shape is called. I don't know. Sextagon? Hexagon. Hexagon. Well, it has six sides. I know how many fucking sides it has. That's not... Well, you put a thumb up for it. That's what? not what it's called. It's what? not a sextagon. It's a hexagon. Well, it's got it's got six sides to it. I said six sides. I know what it looks like. But that's not the answer. The answer is hexagon. And that's actually, it's not a moop situation. That's what the shape is called. You I can't put your thumb up because I you made up a shape. It. I could have drawn it, though. But you got to name it. Oh, really? I had to name it? What's the question? TNA is known for having a ring in which shape? It's the shape. Well, it didn't say name the shape. It said what shape? Yes, the shape is called the name of the shape. It's hexagon. It's six sides. Put your thumb down. You don't get that one. I want that one. Put your thumb down. Can we ask chat? Chat, did I get that right? TNA is known for wearing a ring in which shape? <laughs> so Steve here, perplexed by kindergarten shape. <laughs> <laughs> hexagon, you don't get it right. Ask me my question. You're being so mean right now. Well, because you're trying to cheat. I don't put up with cheating. All right. Hulk Hogan squared off against two at WrestleMania three. Uh, that was Andre the Giant. Very good. Uh, put your thumb down. Oh, no. W oh, saying no to me also. Yeah, because that's not the right me. answer. W Pete Dirksen said I got it right. Well, he didn't know he was talking about. Okay. Put your thumb down. Dub put it down. WWE's second, I see that, second music album was named after what move? Uh, wait, who's? WWE's second music album was named after what move? The Stunner? Pile Driver. Oh, bummer. In Put WCW, your, oh my God. Steve Austin was known by what nickname? Stunning yes, Steve Austin. Very good. In what month and year did the first ever In Your House pay-per-view take place? Here's your chance to have a WrestleMania 3 type in answer. In what, what now? Month and year did the first In Your House pay-per-view take place? Put that thumb down. Shit, I don't know. Put it down. No, I got it right. You did not get it right. There's no <laughs> such shape called the sextagon. I did. Isn't sextuplets? Isn't that six? Yeah. Yeah. But that's not what the Same shape thing. is. Same thing. It's not what the shape is called. Close enough. Oh, okay. So hit two for me getting it right, one for no. I don't care what anybody says. You got it wrong. You didn't say the answer on the card, therefore you got it wrong. I need the answer to the question. Wait, O'Brien says Hulk Hogan squared off against the sexagon. <laughs> Anyways, what now? Oh, my God. In which month and year did the first ever In Your House pay-per-view take place? I don't know. February 1995. You get the year right, but not the month. Oh, bummer. May 95. Okay. Who was the guest referee in the match between Mankind, Steve Austin, and Triple H at SummerSlam 99? Jesse Ventura. Very good. What gimmick was Tony Atlas rebranded as when he returned to the WWF in 1991? Uh, let's see here. Huh? Tony Atlas. Are you even trying? Tony Atlas returned to the ring in 1991. Yeah, what was his gimmick? Tony Atlas. 1991. What was his gimmick? His name, his rebrand. His rebranded name. Yeah. Tony Globe. Saba Simba. Tony Giant Map. <laughs> Come on, more people give me twos. No, no, he don't deserve we a two. We have two twos and no ones, so two people think I'm right. You're not right. Question four, please. Who has held the IWGP heavyweight title for the greatest number of days? Combined days? I would guess. I read the question as it was read. It's Tanahashi. Yes. Uh, which wrestler has a tattoo indicating Bone Street Crew pride on their stomach? Um, I'm going to say that's Savio Vega. Undertaker. I knew that one. <laughs> 
put your thumb down. <laughs> yeah, but I actually knew that one. But you didn't say it because you're having a laugh. Oh, you're you being, don't get it. You're being so rude. No, you're not taking this seriously. This is a serious endeavor. The Undertaker. All right, last chance. All or nothing, Larson. No, I get two more questions, first of all. All or nothing. No, you only have one. I got them all right so far. I want to tell you. Oh, I missed one. Yeah, obviously. I'll go back to number four. How long did Santino Morella spend in the 2009 Royal Rumble? Uh, two seconds? One second. Darn. Uh, who did Brian Christopher beat in the quarterfinal of the WWE Light Heavyweight Title Tournament? You're not getting this one. Um, wait, what? Who did Brian Christopher beat in the quarterfinal of the WWF Light Heavyweight Title Tournament? You're not going to get this one. Scotty Too Hotty. Flash Flanagan. I don't even know who that is. I don't either. Give me my last question, please. In 1989, Jerry Jarrett changed the name of WCCW to what? What, you're 89? Yes. USWA. Very good. I got five. I got one. You got zero. <laughs> Cheater. Oh, man. <laughs> Look, man, you can have 20 in one sitting. I don't care. You'll never get better than 93,173. Oh, no, I know. I that. literally don't give a shit anymore because I got that. I so, hexagon, to... sexagon, you know, dickadon. I don't give a shit what it's called. I got 93,173, and you'll never get better than that. Well, you never know. We have, might have a question that's comparable that I can get right. Probably not. But I know what hexagon is, so I'm cool with that. Hilton! Hit the music. Thank you very much. Anyways, that's it for show these days. Thanks for watching. Let us know what you guys think in the comments below. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.